You talking about football? Yeah, football, NFC North. Let's talk football. Welcome back, everybody. This is Headed North, an NFC North podcast, and I'm your host, Detron. And you know what? It was all good about a week ago. Everybody had something to look forward to. The Lions were atop the division. Minnesota felt very comfortable in that sixth spot in the wild card. Green Bay was occupying the seventh and final spot in the NFC wild card. And Chicago was only about one game out of contention for finding a wild card spot. So everybody had exciting things to play for coming in to week 15. And you know what? The picture has become a little more cloudy as we have wrapped up week 15 and heading into week 16. So we're going to tell you about how the Lions took on the Broncos and it was felt like a one-sided game. Green Bay took on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield came in and played perfectly. The Minnesota Vikings took on the Cincinnati Bengals and well, somebody had to win. And the Chicago Bears took on the Cleveland Browns, a team fighting for their spot in the AFC And they almost beat him. Almost. All of that and a little bit more on today's show. Plus, we're going to get you spread in the field and all of those picks. But before we do any of that, we want to give a shout out to our most, I don't know, dependable sponsor ever. And really the only sponsor that we've ever had. We're talking about OffRackShop.com. So we're going to pitch it over to OffRackShop so they can tell you about their stuff. Our sponsor this week is OffRackShop.com. OffRackShop.com is an online thrift store. They have men's and women's clothing, shoes, accessories, and more. Usually about 300 items to choose from. So if you haven't already, check out our description for 15% off your next purchase at OffRackShop.com. All right, we're going to kick this thing off the same way that the NFL kicked off their week, which was on Saturday, having the Minnesota Vikings take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, Minnesota was 7-6 and six coming into this game in the sixth seed they really needed a win to keep their campaign going for the number one spot in the nfc north which they technically were not outside of getting and they were taking on another seven and six team looking to keep pace for their shot in the playoffs as well that was jake browning in the cincinnati Bengals. and well it was a pretty good game it took overtime to decide this one but the Bengals were able to pull it out 27 to 24 But there were some positive performances from Minnesota's team. Look, you had Nick Mullins starting in his first real game as the starter for this group. He came out 26-33, 303 yards, two passing touchdowns. He did throw two picks and took two sacks, but had a 99.9% QBR. Nick Mullins was getting the rock out, and he found one of his favorite targets. Six catches for 111 yards and two touchdowns for rookie Jordan Addison. Also, he got the ball to Hawkinson quite a bit, six catches for 63 yards, and then another seven catches for 88 yards for JJ in his second game back, but really the first one because he got hurt in the previous one. 23 rushes on the ground, 132 yards for Ty Chandler. This is the first game that you really saw Minnesota Vikings ground game being the focal point. They clearly saw something on tape where they could take advantage of running the ball. And so they did it, except when it mattered the most. There were two QB sneaks that they tried to pull off with Nick Mullins, both of which got stuffed, where they should have just handed the ball to Ty Chandler. And I believe those two plays probably cost them the game, definitely cost them possession of the ball. And you could see momentum swing with those two plays. And, you know, 
That was that was essentially the game. They did make it into overtime, but in that overtime, the Bengals were able to get down, get in the field goal range, and kick a game-winning field goal. And after the game, there were a little bit of sparks because Jake Browning apparently used to play for the Minnesota Vikings. Who knew? And they cut him. So he was really excited in the fact that he got to beat the team that cut him. Post game, what are we thinking about now with the Minnesota Vikings? Well, Minnesota is still in the fifth seed with the 7-7 record. But this loss does complicate their chances to take the number one seed away from the Detroit Lions. They're going to need some help. They're certainly going to have to win out, which means beating Detroit twice. Once at home, once in Detroit. But you know what? Anything is possible. Technically, they could still end up with 10 wins on the year. And if Detroit loses out, which requires them losing both games to Minnesota and the one to Dallas, they could potentially take over the number one spot from Detroit Steel. So that is what we're focusing on with the Minnesota Vikings is they technically still have a path to the number one seed in the NFC North. Next, we're going to look at the Detroit Lions. Now, pregame storylines for the Lions. Nine and four. Looking to improve against the surging Broncos, a team who has seemingly figured it out in recent weeks. They have got a string of wins, and they're really just behind the Kansas City Chiefs for that number one spot in their division. Despite being up two games in the North, Detroit still technically does not own a playoff spot yet. Because of what I just mentioned about the Minnesota Vikings, Detroit could still be knocked out of the number one spot. I mean, I guess in theory, they could also lose out on being in the playoffs anyways. It would have to be a colossal crumble here at the end of the season for Detroit to find themselves not in the playoffs. Big divisional game coming after Denver. So I was wondering whether or not Detroit would be trying to look past Denver to focus on beating the Minnesota Vikings. But clearly they were not. They were ready for the challenge. And they came out and put up a scoreless first quarter. But both teams went scoreless in the first quarter. But then after that. Uh, Jared Goff and the team got it going. He found Laporta, he found Gibbs, and he also found Amon Rase Brown in the second quarter with a crazy diving attempt into the end zone for a touchdown. All three of his big targets all scored in the second quarter. Overall, Jared Goff had an amazing game. 24 for 34, 278 yards, five passing touchdowns for Jared Goff. No picks, two sacks, a QBR of 134.6. Jared Goff was slinging it. Again, I mentioned that he found his top three targets, Laporta, Gibbs, and Amon Ra for a touchdown. Gibbs also contributed 100 yards on the ground from 11 rushes, just really breaking it open against this Denver Broncos team who, again, looked like they had it figured out. Amon Ra had seven catches for 112 yards. Laporta, five catches for 56 yards. And Montgomery even added in 17 rushes for 85 yards. Heck, James Williams even showed up. He had four catches for 47 yards. Really, the lines were clicking on all cylinders against the Denver Broncos. Again, came out scoreless in the first quarter, but after that, kept putting up points. So what do we care about now? We care about beating Minnesota Vikings. Really, that's all that matters. The Lions could have solidified a spot in the playoffs had the Eagles beat Seattle on Monday, but they didn't. And so the Lions have to go out and do it themselves. If they can get a win against Minnesota, they should be solid for the number one spot in the NFC North and also sure up their playoff spot. What else do we care about? We care about Dallas and Philly also being 10 and 4 and the Lions not 
being outside of possibilities of clinching number one spot in the NFC. Now, with the way the 49ers have been rolling, chances are they're going to hold on to that number one spot in the NFC. But I would actually rather go through San Francisco if I've got to get to the Super Bowl and play in warm weather than having to go through Philly. I wouldn't mind playing against Dallas in the number one spot, but I don't see them getting to that number one spot unless they beat us. And for some reason, the 49ers happen to lose on out, which if you've seen them play, it doesn't look like they're going to lose another game this year, but it is the NFL. So you'd never really know. So next up, Minnesota Vikings for the Detroit Lions. They're going to see if they can find a way to go ahead and solidify a playoff berth and heck start looking forward to uh, taking on Dallas next week. Third up on the list today, we're going to talk about the Chicago Bears. Now, Chicago was still fighting for a possible wild card spot. I mean, they were not very far outside of the running, with most of the teams just above them all being fairly mediocre when it comes to their record. So they were looking to capitalize on the win that they had in the previous week against Detroit, and they were really feeling motivated. Justin Fields is clicking like the starter that they wanted him to be. Uh, And they were taking on a Cleveland Browns team with a lot on the line. They needed a win, and they got Joe Flacco, veteran quarterback, in there to try to get it done. So Justin Fields had an okay day about what he had in the previous week. He completed 19 of 40 for 166 yards, one passing touchdown, two picks, three sacks. But that QBR, that QBR was a 46.5. He had seven rushing attempts for 30 yards and two fumbles. A pretty lackluster performance on the ground from his running backs and from his receivers. The defense had been showing up pretty consistently in the last few weeks for Chicago. And they didn't completely disappear this week. But they weren't exactly able to hold Flacco in containment. Right? He was sacked four times and he was picked off three times, which are amazing for them. But he also went for 28 of 44 for 374 yards and two passing touchdowns. He threw four passes for 109 yards to Amari Cooper. He threw 10 passes for 104 yards to Njoku. And they both had touchdowns. So again, the defense showed up for parts of that game, but they also let off the hook two of the major weapons for the Cleveland Browns. With all of that being said, Chicago still had a chance to win this game on a Hail Mary pass from Justin Fields where he put it right in the area where it needed to be. There's no shortage in arm strength for Justin Fields. And the ball was knocked right into the lap of Mooney. But unfortunately, as he was falling down, he wasn't able to corral it. He kicked the ball up into the air after it bounced off his belly. And it ended in an interception which sucks for the Chicago Bears because they could have certainly moved a bit closer to finding their way into the playoffs, especially with teams above them also catching some some L's this week. But it wasn't meant to be. And so their likelihood for getting to the postseason is pretty slim. If you need a good ending schedule, though, a way to, 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 to end your season on a high note, playing Arizona, Atlanta, and Green Bay, Is probably the way to do it. And those are the next three opponents for Chicago as they try to wrap up this year. So if they can't make it into the playoffs, which it does look like it's a pretty slim chance of that happening, um, they can at least go into the offseason beating Arizona, Atlanta, and Green Bay and feel really good about Jordan Fields potentially remaining the starter there in Chicago. And lastly, we're going to wrap up with the Green Bay Packers. Now, the postseason 
is very in reach for Green Bay, or at least it was when this game took place. Green Bay was holding on to the final spot in the NFC wildcard picture. And coming into Green Bay was Tampa Bay. And they're coming in also with a 6-7 and seven record, and that put them at the top of their division. And that's where they wanted to stay. So let me start with this. Props to Baker Mayfield. Look, Baker Mayfield came into Lambeau and put up a perfect QBR. Perfect. 158.3 and had a heck of a performance to lead the Bucks to a victory. 34 to 20 over the pack, 22 of 28, 381 yards, four passing touchdowns, although he was sacked five times and he lost a fumble. Baker Mayfield came and balled out and he took his team to seven and seven and knocked Green Bay down to six and eight. That's not where they want to be. And it also meant that it knocked them out of the playoff race. Green Bay was bumped from the wild card in favor of the Rams. And now Green Bay is buried behind the Atlanta Falcons, the New Orleans Saints, and Seattle. If I want to talk a little bit about Jordan Love, who I like the spotlight, you know, got to cover the quarterbacks. He completed 29 for 39, 284 yards, two passing touchdowns, no picks, two sacks, and a QBR of 111.5, but just not enough firepower in the game to get past Tampa Bay. Dontavian Wicks led the team with six receptions for 97 yards. A touchdown went to rookie Kraft and Reed. Uh, The big story was probably Chris Godwin, though. Had 10 catches, 155 yards, although he didn't score any of the touchdowns that Baker Mayfield, and again, Baker Mayfield threw four of them. So the last thing that we need to know about the Green Bay Packers is there's still an outside chance. If there's a chance for the Bears, there's a chance for the Packers to get into the playoffs. Their next opponent is the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers are coming off of a win over Atlanta, a stumbling Atlanta. Who knows which Carolina's team is going to show up, but there's a pretty good chance that it doesn't matter which one shows up, the Green Bay Packers should beat them. Keyword is should. But we're going to find out how that works out for the Green Bay Packers as well as we move into this week 16 where we're going to see all of the NFC matches happening on Sunday. No Saturday games for the NFC North, although there will be Saturday games for the NFL. All right, so that's the wrap-up for our coverage of last week. So heading into this week, we're going to see Green Bay taking on the Carolina Panthers. We're going to see Chicago taking on Arizona. And we got a huge matchup with the Detroit Lions taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Who This is going to have a pretty big impact on the playoff picture in the NFC North. And so I'm going to send you guys over to Matt with Spread in the Field. He's going to share his picks with you that way. Not only can you watch the game, you can make some money with his picks. All right, Matt, tell him what you got. This is Matt, your resident Vikings fan, and this is Spreading the Field. Getting ready for Week 16, the division and playoff races are in full swing. But before we jump into that, let's look back at Week 15 real quick and see how we did. We went two for two, uh, two for four, 50% on the week. That puts us at 54.55% on the year. And our lock of the weeks, we hit again on the lock of the week. That puts us at 57.14 on lock of the weeks. So a little better than 50-50. Hopefully we finish out the year strong, get some good uh, predictions in here, and get you some more money here before the end of the year. In week 15, let's look at the results. We had the Broncos playing the Lions. 
I thought the Lions could win this game or the either way, I just I thought this game was gonna be close. Broncos had five points. I took the Broncos with the points and completely missed. The Lions embarrassed my prediction. They come out, they win big 42 to 17, a resounding win to further their grasp on the division lead. The next game we had, we had Bears versus the Browns. Bears three and a half point underdogs. You know, I I thought the Bears would come out and play good against the Browns. This is another one where I thought maybe they keep it close enough that the points cover, and that is exactly what happened. The Browns win this game 20 to 17, but that half point saves us here. Bears with the points. We get a hit on that one. Game three, we had the Buccaneers at the Packers. Packers favored by three and a half points. This game, I thought the Packers possibly would play close. I really thought that they would run away with this one a little. Just with everything that's on the line with the playoffs, I expected the Packers to really come out and play strong against the Bucs. They played okay, but they really got outplayed by the Bucs at home. Bucs win this game 34-20, and that's our second miss of the week. But our last hit, the Vikings and Bengals game, uh, disappointing for me. Vikings lose this game 27-24 to the Bengals. But they were three and a half point underdogs. So just like the Bears, that half point saves us. So by a combined total of one point, uh, we had two predictions come right. So we were playing some razor thin margins, two for four though. So we'll look to build on that. Let's look at the week 16 games. Some really uh, big games last week that started to clarify how we're looking in the playoffs and some really impactful games for the division this week. In our first game, we've got the Cardinals coming to the Bears. Bears are favored by four points in this game. Four-point home favorites. Cardinals, they've got Kyler back. I don't really know what to think about the Cardinals. I mean, they're not really playing for anything. Kyler's been playing okay. But I think Justin Fields and the Bears are going to come out and win this game. I think they're going to win by at least four, if not more. Cover this spread pretty easy. I don't know why the Bears are looking better at the end of the year. Um, I know they lost to the Browns last week, but the Browns' defense is one of the best in the league. So coming up against this Cardinals team, I expect the Bears to do good things. Fields has looked pretty good at the end of the year here. And even though you would think that they'd be playing for draft position, the Bears are looking at like it's been some of their best football at the end of the year here. So give me the Bears minus four over the Cardinals in game one. In our second game, We've got the Lions favored by three coming into Minnesota, and this is a huge game. If Detroit wins this game, they lock up the NFC North and are division champs. If the Vikings win this game, it prolongs that battle for a little longer. The Vikings can catch the Lions if the Vikings win out with the Lions losing out, and they play each other twice. So if the Vikings can win two games and get a little help in two weeks, there's a chance they win the division. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. I think what probably happens is the Lions and Vikings split their series 1-1. But for this week at home with Minnesota, I'm going to take the Vikings plus three here. I think the Vikings win the first of the two games. If you're a Vikings fan, you know how this is going to end. We're going to beat Detroit. We're going to beat Green Bay, and then we're going to have our hearts broke in the last week of the season, losing in Detroit, because that is how the Viking way would be. Uh, Get close, not quite there, 
But this week, Vikings take care of business. They have the three points there, but I think they went out right. And in our lock of the week, we have the Packers minus five going to Carolina. And I don't know why this is just minus five. I mean, the Panthers are really, 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 really bad. Um, so, yeah, lock of the week is the Packers. I don't know what Carolina is going to do to stop Green Bay. Green Bay has everything on the line right now. Their last loss pushed them out of the playoff picture at the moment. So they're on the outside looking in. So they need to get some wins and get a little help. So I look for Green Bay to come out. They're going to put the pedal down, and I think they're going to throttle the Panthers. So give me Green Bay. Cover these five points. Very easy on the road. Detron, that's my picks for Week 16. Bears minus four, Vikings plus three, and the Packers minus five. Good luck this week, Detron. Hopefully, y'all don't win the division this week. I really want to see it come down to the last week of the year. But either way, Merry Christmas to everybody. And until next week, Skull. All right, thanks, Matt. I'm definitely going to go get my picks in. Got to go make some money on this week in the NFC North. As always, I appreciate you guys coming, checking out the, the show. If you like the show, if you don't like the show, we'd love to hear from you. Hit us up on Instagram, or you can send us an email at headednorthpodcast at gmail.com. Give us a like, a review, thumbs up, and you know what? If you decide not to do any of that, we still appreciate you getting to this point in the show. If you come back next week, which I hope you do, make sure you got your bags packed because we are headed north. I'm Detron. Peace. You talking about football? Yeah, football. NFC. No. Now let's talk football.